So, uh, being a 
most of us would never associate those two words in this kind of context, especially phrased the way they are. We always think of, well, you used to be a slave and now you're free. In any context, I don't care if we're talking about the American Civil War or, or being free from sin, that there's a slavery that attaches itself to freedom. And oftentimes it looks like this. Well, because I am free, that becomes the single most important thing. You may have the right to do something, but that doesn't necessarily, necessarily make it right. Understand that? We have, because we have all kinds of rights as citizens of the United States, but that doesn't make doing certain things the right thing to do. Understand that? Okay. So there can be an easy slavery that we can fall into, that we become slaves to what we think is free. So let's talk about that from a strictly biblical so let's look at our first verse. Romans chapter 6, verse 6 to 7 says this. Paul says, Now I want you to pay very, very close attention to the words he used. For we, us, we, right here, us, we do what? No. Not we guess, not we suppose, not we imagine, but we know. The, the Greek word is we, utterly, we are utterly convinced. We're absolutely resolute in the, in the truth of we know that our old self was crucified with him, we crucified with Jesus, right? Because a bunch of people were crucified. But really, only one crucifixion matters. Right? Peter was crucified, he was crucified upside down. Many people crucified throughout history, a lot of them. Only one really did the deal. That's Jesus. So he says, For we know that we, us, were crucified with him. So that the body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin, because anyone who has died has been freed from sin. So let's consider, before we go to any other verses, let's consider this one very simple truth, one very simple question. Because I believe this is the one question that we have to start with. I don't care where you come from. I don't care what color you are. I don't care whether you are gay or straight. I have none of that. Here's the one simple question we start with. Have you been crucified? That's it. Do you get it? Have you been crucified with Christ? Throw everything else out the window. This is the one simple identifier that ties every single one of us together. Have you been crucified? Paul says, if you have been crucified, then you no longer are a slave to sin, but you have been set free. I believe that one of the fundamental problems with Christianity in the United States is that we stop identifying ourselves collectively as a group of crucified people. And so we begin to identify ourselves in all other areas. Well, I'm a black Christian, or I'm a gay Christian, or I'm a straight Christian, or I'm a yellow Christian, or I'm a red Christian, or I'm a white Christian, or I'm whatever. And, and this is far deeper than being what, when we talk about African Americans or this kind of American, that kind of American. We're talking about the single one thing that transcends every culture, that transcends eternity, and that is this have you been crucified? That is the thing that you understand as your primary identifier. Living in this country, have you been crucified? He says, if you have been crucified, with Christ, you are no longer a slave to sin, but you've 
Church, we have people. 
other theology in the history of the world that teaches that the God of that theology, theological system did everything for its followers. Only the God of the Bible. Only the God of the Bible. He said, I will do everything for you so you can be free. So let's look at some words from Jesus. John 8, 34 to 37. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave to sin. The slavery, because we all sin. Any given form, any given day, any given moment, before the sun sets today, you and I will sin in some way, some fashion. It's a thought we have, it's a word, it's, it's something. Most of us will speed on our way home. We may or may not get caught. We might not get to share. I'll tell you a story, some stories about driving in South Africa where we rented a the steering wheel was in the passenger seat. And I was driving on this side of the road with a six-speed exactly amber. That's what I said. I'll tell you some stories about that before. But I'm not saying I did or didn't speed over there. What I'm saying is I drove like Abraham. And my one simple promise to Brenda Ward was this. I will bring my home alive. I tell you the truth, everyone who sins is a slave of sin. Now a slave is no permanent place in the family, but a son belongs to it forever. So if the son has set you free, you are truly permanently, irrevocably free. If the son sets you free. Now, I want you to catch and pay very close attention to what he says next. To a group of very religious people. He says, I know you are Abraham's descendants. Get your way to kill me.
rejected it so much, and they didn't want it so much, they were willing to kill the person who was telling them the news. That sounds really bizarre to us, doesn't it? But for some of you, that is the story of your life in this moment. You've heard the fact that there is one thing that God, there's one way to get to heaven. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. If you've been here any length of time, you've heard those, maybe those exact words from up here. And you still say, yeah, I'm not listening. I'm not yet. Jesus talked to these people, explains that they're sinners, and he has come to set them free. He's giving them He's given the opportunity to have a permanent place in the family of God. And he looks at them and says, Y'all want to kill me? Ah, because there's no room in our hearts. Why is there no room in our hearts? Ladies, for the same room, there's, for the same reason, there's no more room in your closet. Men, for the same reason, there's no more room in your garage. Because it is already full of other stuff. You've already got all kinds of other stuff in your heart that doesn't belong. And up until now, maybe you're just unwilling to get other stuff out so that God's work can have a place in it. It takes work. It takes being intentional. Honestly, that takes a willingness to no longer be a slave. Thanks to the Roman 
So as he looks at his life, this is one of the statements he makes. Everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, permissible for me, for I will not be mastered by anything. Nothing will enslave me, he says. I have a lot of freedom. I have a lot of freedom, he says, to do almost anything. I can eat meat that you all can't eat. I can eat pork that you all say you can't eat pork. Who in the world would not eat bacon? You understand? <laughs> this just came to me. I'm not saying this from God. I'm just saying it. Paul was the original fan of bacon. Hands down. It could be. It's in there somewhere. It depends on what Bible you read. It's probably in the message paraphrase. Now, because Paul was the guy who confronted the Apostle Peter, but Peter said, oh, I can't hang out with people who eat, who eat meat sacrificed to idols. Paul calls the Apostle Peter on the carpet and says, dude, you're wrong. You need to do a plan of your behavior. Because you're saying that because you are a Jew, that you are better than the Gentiles. And God shows Peter this vision about animals. And don't, Peter, don't call something unclean and not call it clean. But he was talking about people. And so Paul looks at the story of his life and says, I have a lot of freedom. I can do all kinds of stuff. But not everything I have the right to do is beneficial. As a matter of fact, the stuff I could have the right to do has the potential to enslave me. Huh. I wonder if it's entirely possible that as we look at our lives as crucified people, who are a daily death, Paul says, I die every day, who are daily dying to the sin of Understand that just because I have the freedom to do something doesn't mean I should do something. He says, I can do all kinds of stuff, but not everything is beneficial. I don't want to be evil to other people. I have freedom to do all kinds of things, but I will not be mastered. I will not be enslaved to anything. We truly do. Not that. As a nation, we need to understand that 
So, Father, for the many things in our 